stocks, bonds, ETFs, straight out of downtown Chicago. This is Zach's Market Edge. Welcome to Zach's Market Edge, the podcast about investing in your life. I'm your host, Tracy Reinick, and this week I'm joined by David Bartosiak, the editor of Zach's Blockchain Innovators newsletter, to talk about what else? Blockchain and, of course, Bitcoin, which is mixed in. So I had to go back and look at the last time Dave and I actually talked about the blockchain or Bitcoin on this podcast because we have done podcasts on it, but it's been a long time. It was actually July 3rd, 2018. So over almost three years ago now. And back then, I, I recall, Dave, that we had a hard time finding stocks because we I were talking about Bitcoin and I wanted to add the blockchain in there. And so we ended up looking at some like what I consider to be kind of crazy stocks now that I'm looking at the list. So one of them I do remember was CBOE because I think they were handling some kind of trades or something they were doing like in the back end. They so, launched the uh, the futures contracts. for Yes, Bitcoin. that was it. So we talked about them and then Kodak was in there, K-O-D-K, because they were launching that coin. I don't, do they still even have this? I don't know that they were going to use to pay photographers who were getting payment on the copyrighted photos that they have out there. And they were going to use the blockchain technology and all of that to track that and so that they would get payments. But I don't know what's happened with that. Then we had uh, some kind of old standbys that are still, I think, on the scene. Square and MasterCard were in there, too. Um, but now it seems, like I said, kind of crazy that those were the only ones we really had to talk about. We had to kind of stretch to find some stocks back in the day. But now it's like it's everywhere, it seems. Yeah, it's it's what I was hoping for early on in the blockchain innovators portfolio because I had so little to choose from. I had to be creative Yeah. Uh, because, and it's kind of funny because the way initially we, we did it, I would create a radar of stocks by searching the SEC's filings for the word blockchain. And then I'd come up with these tickers, and then I would wait for them to come in the good graces of the Zach's rank. And that's essentially how we would come up with these names. So I would find these names, which is how I found some very obscure names that were out there and available. Uh, but then as the adoption of the blockchain and, and crypto also became more mainstream, uh, and then now in vogue, uh, it's been a lot easier to find names that are within within the space or have some kind of tie some subsidiary some sort of uh, relationship with the blockchain or with bitcoin so it's gotten a lot easier now to find these names to target and we don't have to uh you know hope that kodak's coin is going to work which they've subsequently abandoned by the way okay (laughs) there was a it was an article on bloomberg about how they abandoned crypto and went into drugs um, that's, which that's was right, around they yeah, did. COVID time, the uh, initial you know stages of of trying to come up with the drug. So it, it's uh, it continues to evolve. Uh, it's exciting, and yeah. I I think early on, uh, it, even back around that time, it was gimmicky, in that you had 
you remember the whole Long Island iced tea? Um, and then they changed their name to, to yes. Island Blockchain. Yes. Uh, it was like these these companies were, were pulling these tactics to try and associate themselves <laughs> with this new technology that was up and coming. But they really didn't have the business to go ahead and back it up. Whereas now there are companies founded just on that blockchain business and are just seeking to, um, you know, make the profits to, to give them that legitimization in the marketplace. Yeah. So as an investor, what should I be looking around to get in if I want to do, you know, get into some blockchain trades? Do I want the ones that uh, do I want to buy companies that are using Bitcoin now? You know, the ones like uh, Tesla or MicroStrategy that's buying it and holding Bitcoin. Do I want to get into some kind of tech area that's actually, you know, the behind the scenes, the infrastructure of Bitcoin? Or do I want to buy companies that are utilizing the blockchain type of technology that, you know, was the excitement of blockchain? I think the way to profit over the long term with this space is going to be to find a company that is utilizing the blockchain to disrupt a current industry. Okay. So, for example, uh, real estate, uh, kind of a cloud-based real estate blockchain uh, services, right? Uh, think about think about things right now that are maybe heavily paperwork based that require a lot of checks and balances. So the other one is like the global shipping industry, yeah. uh, trying to track a shipment from port to port and it's got to clear customs in all these ports and go to different places and, and, and be tracked down. So where there's these huge inefficiencies along those supply chains, those are areas where the blockchain can definitely come in and help out. So you want to find those sort of disruptors uh, within these industries that are utilizing the blockchain that I think is what's really going to pay off. Because that's sort of what the trend I've seen is initially your mainstream companies kind of didn't didn't want to sound too cheesy. So they didn't want to jump on that early blockchain bandwagon. And then you had some early adopters that would say, okay, yeah, well, we, we have a wholly owned subsidiary that does a little something like that. Um, and, and then it just kind of expanded to where you have some companies that are just like, no, no, this is now like a major focus of what we're going to do is, is is building out this blockchain to help our business run more efficiently. So you, you got, I would say, you got to stay away from the gimmicky stuff. Okay. Uh, have a great deal of patience because, as with any disruptor, um, there are going to be some really bad times. There's going to be some good times, but there's going to be some bad times. And if you're rolling the dice on a company that's going to come in and disrupt an entire industry, sometimes they're they're going to fall flat, and and it's not going to work. So uh, my advice is to kind of scatter your risk around quite a few names. Don't load the boat on any one name. Don't fall in love with the story because just because they have a great story, it doesn't mean that they're going to execute on that idea. And uh, and keep keep an open mind to these new names that are coming out, and they don't have to be so tied to the blockchain. So so you don't have to come out and buy a Bitcoin miner. You don't necessarily need to do that. You don't necessarily need to come out and buy a stock that 
only bot that buys Bitcoin and holds it on their balance sheet, like MicroStrategy, as you mentioned before. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's there's there's a, a lot of ways to play this this sort of new efficiency that's coming through this technology, and I think that's where you're going to be able to make money over the long run. Okay, but it sounds like it may still be difficult for the say average investor like myself who doesn't follow the blockchain that closely to actually find these companies that are utilizing it because they're not they're not called you know real estate blockchain company. <laughs> so yeah. I, I know that that particular real estate company is utilizing that technology. Are they announcing it? Are they promoting that they're using the blockchain? Or is that solely up to me to do the research to find out who is doing it? Who is using it? Yeah, so uh, most of the companies will have press releases talking about it. What I do uh, there's that Edgar search or the uh, SEC full text search that I use, but that is kind of you know a little bit uh, mundane to say the least. Yeah. Uh, kind of a boring thing to do, but I do it anyway because that's part of my job. Um, most of them will have press releases, so if you just you know let's so for example, like some of the names we have here in blockchain inter- innovators, one of them is iClick Interactive. Okay. So they're one of those real estate blockchain companies that's uh, working on taking some of that paperwork that we pushed back and forth and getting it up on the blockchain um, in sort of its infant stages. They're, they're trying to come up with something that uh, will be more efficient. So if I do, I click interactive blockchain and I do a Google search for that, make sure it includes you know the blockchain and you basically just read the articles that come out on it. And if, and if it uh, describes a business that they're in or a subsidiary that's doing business in the, with the blockchain, then there you go. And if not, then you go on to the next one. So it's it's a little bit of a tedious process, uh, but that's I, I, I cut out some of that work, obviously, in my portfolio, because if it's, in, if it's on my list, it means that either the company has already gained exposure to it or they are investigating it. Or a lot of these places will have board members that are heavily involved in blockchain elsewhere. And then you know that they're there specifically to advise on that type of technology. So obviously the company's looking at ways to you know become more uh, efficient. Yeah. Are there any companies out there that specialize in like consulting on the blockchain? That you know. So if I'm a shipping company and I'm like, you know what, I wanna I wanna move towards blockchain technology because I can save money and it's much more efficient and productivity will soar, blah, 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 but I have no idea what I'm doing. Is it, it, Are there companies where they can there get are. help? I'm yes, assuming. there's a ton of them. Um, okay. That has been sort of a, a buzzword for these consultants for a while. Okay. So uh, Accenture has uh, a, a huge page where they talk about how they do their, their uh, blockchain services to help companies sort of harness that power of the blockchain. Yeah, uh, IBM is a big one that's been in it, but I, you know IBM actually puts their money where their mouth is, so to speak. Uh, in that, IBM has already uh, partnered with Maersk, the the huge shipping magnate. Oh, and oh, okay. and they have Trade Lens, which is a blockchain based system to track uh, shipments, like we were talking about globally. So they've they've got a, a lot of different ports around the world that have signed on with them, and a lot of different shipping companies. And uh, so far, so good. So IBM is 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 one that you can definitely plug into. Okay. And uh, most of them, you know, actually, you you would sort of be hard pressed to find a consulting agency right now if if they're in tech whatsoever 
that will not mention blockchain yeah. uh, in, their, in their pitch. Now, how much of that is that you know they really know what they're doing versus how much of it is them marketing? Uh, I don't know because I'm not that um, intimately involved with that business. But a ton of them, most of them, will will say that they they help with that. Okay, but the problem of buying one of those like an Accenture is you are getting obviously the rest of the business too. So Correct. it's hard to just get like a blockchain. It sounds like yeah, and and early on. Um, it was, you know, it's, it was really hard for yeah. me to find companies that were just sort of exclusively blockchain, nor did I want those companies really, because the technology was in its infancy and these companies didn't find any way to really make money on it, yeah. but which is also the advantage of these blockchain stocks, because a lot of them have solid underlying businesses. And then this blockchain exploration is sort of just a, a side project of theirs. So they don't have to rely solely on any revenue that might come from that. It's like an incubator for them so they can make a ton of money in the future, hopefully. Okay. Um, where do things stand on like the software side? Is that an area that will have a lot of blockchain companies or no? I, I am not... Um, seeing a lot of that right now okay um within my you know searches and such that i do mm. um it, it, on the software side i would say like security software um and and just sort of uh, security and tracking is really the sort of software you're seeing or um you know fintech that's okay. where i've seen most of most of the exposure um, I haven't I haven't seen much else outside of that and on the sort of the software side. You could argue that these smart contracts are kind of the software okay. um, or the smart permitting. So this is basically just taking anything and again, you know, think of just what's a pain in your daily life, like <laughs> um, you know, billing. Billing for your municipality's water. Right. You know, think about that whole process. We just got an email here in South Florida uh, from from my local municipality apologizing that their rollout of their new software has been so terrible because we couldn't get, you know, it like your account number wouldn't work and then it wouldn't let you pay and then the payments weren't processing properly and it wouldn't show your payments going through. And they basically just apologized. And it's this whole thing of like, you know, this this shouldn't be that hard. We don't need this whole entire arduous process for this. Let's just, you know, we can have a blockchain-based system for this that confirms that this has been paid by this homeowner and it's over, right? And everybody could see who paid and who didn't pay and there's no way to hack the system and everything is fine. So there's companies working on, on stuff like that. Um, so just, just anything that is kind of clunky, uh, there, there are different, if there's too many checks and balances within the system, if there's a lot of red tape, if it's, you know, and I hate to pick on governments, but we all know that they don't work in the most efficient manners. Right. Right. Um, and, and there's where blockchain based solutions can, can really come in and, and help. Okay. Just imagine if we voted on the blockchain would, yeah. would have any of these problems, uh, that we have now, any of these, uh, ongoing um you know legal battles in the supreme court about who won what 
because yeah. we would know. So that's that's the sort of space where um, that can help. Okay. Now, what about the cryptos? What's going on with them and blockchain and just that whole universe? Obviously, Bitcoin, we know, is being adopted by some of these companies now. Um, MicroStrategy was kind of the first one to at least to own it on their balance sheets. And then Tesla made their announcement and they're claiming that they're going to allow you to, to use Bitcoin to purchase cars at some point. And then Square also owns it on their balance sheet. Where does that all fit in? Should I be paying attention to these? Um, you said earlier you don't really care about the ones that own it on their balance sheet. Yeah, I mean, I mean just from a, an investment perspective, I'm not looking at them as, as I'm not buying. I don't have micro strategy in blockchain innovators, right? Okay. Um, and they've been one of those companies that goes out. They they do they do fundraising. They issue equity, and they take the money and they buy Bitcoin. Right. Um, and that's kind of their game plan now, which is fine. But they're sort of evolving into a Bitcoin trust now versus any sort of company. Yeah. Uh, which you know, there's ways. I think there there will be ways to gain more pure exposure to Bitcoin if that's what you want. But why not just go and buy Bitcoin? I don't understand why I need to do micro. Why? What do I need MicroStrategy right. for to do it? Just go buy Bitcoin. Right. Right. Um, so, but the the, the cryptos, uh, I think, as they become, you know, uh, an asset. So they've they've evolved now into a legitimate asset that companies are holding on their balance sheets. So that's changing the way that people look at these cryptos. So, it, you know, we've heard the arguments about an anti-fiat currency trade and all that. It hasn't, the, the crypto space has not traded like that. It's, it's traded like a more speculative risk on asset versus an anti-fiat money trade, right? So that, that hasn't really developed yet. That could happen over time, but you know, we're talking, this is gonna take decades to develop and mature as an asset class. Uh, even, uh, uh, I was looking, you know, two, three years ago, Jamie Dimon called blockchain or Bitcoin a, a fraud, basically. Yeah. Yeah. And, and now he's saying you should have 1% of it in your portfolio. <laughs> Yeah, he's changed his tune for sure. Changed his tune. Uh, central banks have changed their tune. I mean, everybody, you got to kind of see through. You, you got to see through the smoke and understand what's what's happening. And there are aspects of this that are going to be applicable, you know, um, for even central bank holdings using their technology. Having a digital dollar is something now the Fed has been talking about actively. Uh, a stable coin that's pegged to the U.S. dollar, which is, you know, it's just um, something that could not have been here without the, the blockchain technology. Now, uh, Bitcoin still is sort of that, the main thing that everybody wants to talk about when we're talking about crypto. Uh, obviously, it's made this huge run getting up over 56,000 uh, a couple weeks ago. I, I see today we're trading at 47,000. You know, who would have thought we'd be up this far after yeah. that uh, after that nasty crash we had a couple years ago. But Bitcoin tends to always just kind of bounce back and that's a function of the demand for it, but also the re the restricted supply. And I think the 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 one thing that I want the 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 really staunch Bitcoin opposer to think about there 
the main argument or one of the main arguments I've heard anti-Bitcoin arguments have been, well, it's not backed by anything. It doesn't mean anything. It's just digital computer nonsense, right? Mm-hmm. Well, everyone on this network has made hard dollar investments in the technology that they're using, the hardware that they're using to do the mining, and has spent money on the electricity in order to power those cards and all that. So you have an expansive network of people that has skin in the game, which is what will help it to have that value is because so many people have already literally put money into this idea. So I, I think that they're missing that fact that, no, this is backed by the money and the effort and the time of all these people on that network that have put in to this budding phenomenon yeah so it's not backed by nothing it's backed by that entire network um so it's it's there is something real there and i think that's that's what we're seeing with the price now if you're talking bitcoin you got to talk about uh the ethereum network too right so so uh these are where like these smart contracts will trade this is the uh, ethereum has a little bit more um, functionality, I suppose, because of those uh, the ability to have those smart contracts on that blockchain. So uh, imagine a world where, you know, I issue a bond for $10 million and that bond automatically pays out every three months via the, the blockchain. So you don't have to worry about whether or not this bond issuer is going to be able to make that payment like it's coming out regardless um and you don't and it can trade instantly and everybody sees where that bond is and how many people have been buying it and what the rate is and so it adds transparency and and everybody wins in that case so these these smart contracts are something that you see a lot on that network uh which is why that has been going kind of crazy so they used to say that if bitcoin is digital gold then ethereum is sort of like the digital NASDAQ okay. or like digital stock market, because it's like within that crypto, you can have these little inner workings, like these little mini programs that are going within it. So I, I don't want to get into like the altcoins um, right. because that, you know, um, is just beyond the scope of, I think what you need to really understand if you're trying to make, U.S. you know domestic stock market investments in the space. I wouldn't worry too much about all the all the altcoins that are out there. That's kind of a whole new brave world right. that you know that you can go ahead and, and lose yourself in, and and that's that's just like stock picking, trying to find the new altcoin that's coming out that's going to do well. It's a whole different universe. Um, yeah. Not something that you know we focus on too much here. Not something that I focus on. I really just try to find the companies that are you know disruptive. That uh, have sometimes ties to the blockchain, and uh, and could be onto something. Okay, now the blockchain stocks have been red hot here to start 2021. Um, so, should I wait for a pullback if I'm an investor in some of these, or is it still the first couple of innings? So I'm fine, like diving in. What what kind of <coughs> advice do you have for the new investors? Yeah, so. I think I've I've already seen a little bit of a pullback okay. in, in some of these names. 
Um, just as you know, the last couple of weeks we've kind of had, you know, even though the markets, the broad market or the Dow's and the Dow have been kind of pushing higher. If you look further out on the risk spectrum, uh, some of the riskier, higher beta names have been suffering a little bit. Um, I think it's a little bit of a rotation out of those real high flyers, getting back into some of the uh, the more bread and butter names that's happening. That's part of it. Uh, it sure felt a little shaky. You know, when you see the high beta stuff really start to get crushed, uh, it always feels like the beginning of the end. Yeah. Um, but but we know that we've had that feeling, you know, countless times over the last decade, and uh, and and the market has just kind of always found a way to to march higher. Um, but so the blockchain names kind of got caught up in uh, in taking a few steps back. I mean, I'm 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 just you know looking at the additions that I've made to the portfolio over the course of the last month or so, and uh, nothing's really rocking and rolling because. It, well, I guess one one of my uh, the the Danios, the shipping company, has done well, but the rest of them have kind of taken a step back, or uh, you know, some of the real higher beta stuff is is kind of got deflated just over the last, okay. I would say, three or four weeks. Uh, so the pullbacks are there, uh, and you just have to decide how much direct blockchain exposure do you want. So, you know, let's let's think of each one of these companies is as having a portion of their revenue that's derived from the blockchain and the other portion is derived from their more traditional business. You know, what sort of mix do you want to have? If you're looking for something that's like a hundred percent blockchain business, you're going to have a hundred percent of the risk okay. uh, versus something that, you know, maybe 5% of what they do is blockchain. Then obviously that risk is going to be much lower, but potentially that reward could be lower as well over the long term. So it's, uh, I, I, I try to throw in, you know, some of the some of the real high beta, high growth names in there with a lot of potential. Okay. Tell people like, you know, this is, I'm not, not pulling any punches. You know, you're not buying GE. Okay. This is <laughs> uh, this is a stock that could whip around dramatically over the course of the next few weeks. And but that's why we have you know 20 names in blockchain innovators because. You know, there's going to be ones that go down 30%. It's just yeah. going to happen. Um, yeah. You never know which one that's going to be, and you never know when it's going to hit. You never know when the market's going to turn. So that sort of unknown in there um, is, is the risk that you really have to worry about. So this isn't something that you take your kid's college fund and load the boat on. Okay. Uh, you know, this is something that really requires, I think, uh, you know, I'm a starting. I, I just consider myself a starting point for the research that needs to be done. Um, you know, this is an idea. These are stocks that are within the space. And then you get to decide whether or not that's something that you think is going to, you know, do well over the course of the next several years, or if it's something that, you know, you should avoid altogether it really is just a, a starting point for further research. Okay. That's great advice. Yeah. All right. Well, I feel like I've learned a lot about blockchain just on this podcast, um, and we're going to have to do more updates. We can't wait another three years, obviously. No, and, and the way that technology has been moving and the space has been evolving, uh, this might be totally different in six months. Right, exactly. All right. Uh, let me recap the stocks that we talked about. Um, some were just kind of mentioned, but I'll mention the tickers anyway. So on 
2018 show, we did talk about CBOE and Kodak, K-O-D-K, but that was the old, the old blockchain. And then we talked about iClick Interactive, I-C-L-K, Accenture, A-C-N, IBM, which is IBM. Uh, MicroStrategy is M-S-T-R. Tesla, of course, T-S-L-A. We mentioned Square, S-Q. And the shipping company he mentioned, that's Container Ships, is what they own. Daneos uh, is D-A-C. And I think that was about it. Um, but some good names in there and some interesting uh, concepts and things to keep in mind when you're looking around at blockchain. And as always, be sure to get our podcast somewhere so that you don't miss the future episodes. So when Dave is back on with some more updates on blockchain, you're able to get it right away. So we are on Apple Podcasts. We are on Spotify. And we're now on Amazon, Amazon Podcasts, which is under Amazon Music, I believe. You can find all the podcasts over there as well. But be sure to get us somewhere. And I'll see you again next week with some more stocks. This material is being provided for informational purposes only, and nothing herein constitutes investment, legal, accounting, or tax advice, or a recommendation to buy, sell, or hold a security. Do not act or rely upon the information and advice given in this podcast without seeking the services of competent and professional legal, tax, or accounting counsel. Publication and distribution of this podcast is not intended to create, and the information contained herein does not constitute an attorney-client relationship. No recommendation or advice is being given as to whether any investment or strategy is suitable for a particular investor. It should not be assumed that any investments in securities, companies, sectors, or markets identified described were or will be profitable. All information is current as of the date herein and is subject to change without notice. Any views or opinions expressed may not reflect those of Zach's investment research as a whole.